on this episode of the Grown Life Podcast. I was looked up the definition of disappointment and uh, the definition is sadness or displeasure caused by the non-fulfillment of one's hopes or expectations. What's up, y'all? It's Steven here again with another episode of the Grown Life Podcast, where the purpose of this podcast is to provide motivation to grow through life, love, and everything in between. Grown for me is an acronym that stands for Keep God First, Renew Our Minds, Operate in Our Purpose, Win, and Never Forget God in Our Win. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the Grown Life Podcast. And before we even get started, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I just thank you and praise you for who you are. I thank you for your grace, mercy, kindness, and your understanding, God. I pray that you would be seen in this and not me. I pray that you would give me the words to speak, God. I'm also praying that you would provide motivation, encouragement, and empowerment to those seeking your purpose in their lives. All of these things we're asking in your name, Jesus. Amen. All right, y'all. So today, today, we are talking about dealing with disappointment. And I know, especially in 2020, if 2020 hasn't taught us anything else, I know it has taught us a little bit, if, if not a lot, about disappointment. And so one of the things I kind of did uh, was looked up the definition of disappointment. And uh, the definition is sadness or displeasure caused by the non-fulfillment of one's hopes or expectations. And I think about Habakkuk 3, 17 through 19, and it kind of shows like what, what was going on. But it also kind of shows how they dealt with that. And so it says, through the fig tree, though the fig, excuse me, though the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord and I will be joyful in God my Savior. The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights for the director of music on, of, on my stringed instruments. And so I think about I think about this, right? It's easy to read the verse, you know, that says that even when fig trees weren't blooming, even when things, quote unquote, just don't go uh, my way, I can still rejoice and trust in the Lord. And so for me, like to be completely honest and transparent in this over the past couple of weeks, there was a video competition that I entered and I thought I had it. I was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I'm in the, I had expectations that if nothing else, I was either going to at least win or at least win something. Um, and that wasn't the case. And, and a part of me was, was really kind of bummed out about it because I put so much effort and so much work into it. But then I realized, I was like, well, even if I did win, I still, even if I didn't win, I still have uh, something to, to be joyful and be thankful about. I was able to share uh, my faith with other people. I was able to still praise the Lord in that. And so a lot of times when it comes to disappointment, we we handle that so very badly. A lot of times is we just get disappointed and then that brings on the sadness and then we stay in that place of disappointment instead of understanding, you know what? God has still brought me so far just because I this isn't one of the things that happened does not mean I'm not cared about or I'm not loved by him. And I actually want to want to start with this, like disappointment can build your trust in God. Uh, a lot of times we're so thankful uh, for the times that he's done stuff for us. But it's even I guess for me, it's even more maturity in a sense to understand. I'm thankful that God has said no. I'm thankful that God has allowed me to disappoint it by things 
uh, that I want. I think about um, all the people that I met before my wife, not saying that they're bad people, but they just weren't right for me. And allowing God allowed me to either go through those situations or to uh, to be broken from those situations in order to be able to meet my wife. And I'm, I'm thankful for that. I also think about the countless jobs or the countless prayers that I've prayed that were like, God, I just want this to grow in this way or I just want this to happen in this way. And I realize if that would have happened that way, it would have been so terrible and so detrimental for my life. And I, I think that's that's so often and disappointment if we look at it from that way, like, yeah, God's still in control. God's will is still being done. I have to respect that and think, yes, it's still going to hurt. Let's, let's be frank. It's still going to hurt. It still sucks sometimes. But walking through that disappointment and allowing that disappointment, you know, what, God, even though it didn't happen, I still have to trust you in this way. I realized that before in my past and in my life, disappointment was a good thing for me. It's, it's one showed me um, that everything I asked for does not need to be answered. Right. Every seed that's planted doesn't have to necessarily grow. But you are still in control. It's it's something like Habakkuk said, it's something to still praise the Lord through that. I think another thing that I think about when it comes to disappointment, disappointment really allows us to check our expectations. We get disappointed so many times because our expectations aren't necessarily aligned with God's word or God's will for our lives. I think about um, so often where it's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Me and my wife have been in a situation and situations where we uh, we really do our best to kind of pray before. But when we didn't pray beforehand and we we're like, dang, we didn't really seek any guidance or counsel or seek God at all about this before we did this. And we like, dang, this is this is why this happened this way. And I think about that when it comes to expectations. We may expect things to happen a certain way. We may expect things to be this way, but then we realize, are we? did we ask God what our expectation to be? Did we have God in this before we started planning it? Did we bring him in to say, oh, God, this is what we're going to do? Or did we say, hey, God, uh, I, this is, I want this outcome. Can you help me, right? And that may not even be the outcome that he wants for you, right? But I think about this, and I was talking to some of my friends the other day, and on the Christian Kickback Podcast, Shameless Bug, uh, go and look at that podcast, but it's, we were talking about so many times we don't pray for the Lord's will for our lives, right? We don't pray for what God wants to do. We pray for what we want him to do, right? That genie effect, almost like, God, I'm going to pray this, and you're going to rub the little handle on the uh, on the lamp, and God just answered it, but that's not the case. And sometimes we have an expectation of just because we pray for it, then it's going to happen. And a lot of times uh, what what my Bible says is when we when we pray what's in his word, right, when we pray aligned in his will right Romans 12 2 says be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may be able to test and approve what God's good will is his good pleasing and perfect will I, I think I messed that up a little bit but it's still Romans 12 too um and and so you realize it's important to to see what God's will really is in that because then you're able to like you know what let me align my life to what God's will for my life is and when we do that, our expectations are aligned in that way. And I wouldn't say the disappointment may be less because we still are human and we still think certain ways, but we are aligned with what God's will is and we'll be pushing toward what his will is. And why wouldn't God answer prayers that are aligned with his will? The thing is, we just have to align our, our will with his, we have to align our lives with what his will is. And then the, another thing that I think about disappointment 
is just realizing that disappointments are a part of life. We Things are going to happen. We're going to get bummed out. Some may happen that we don't necessarily want to happen or think should happen. But it's a part of life. It's just life. And when we think about disappointments in that way, with it just being life, it's something that we, we get through, we push through, we understand, we overcome with the help of the Lord. And a lot of times, even though that disappointments are a part of life, praising through those circumstances and situations uh, helps so much. And even even if we think about just praising him in advance of those in those things, I think about the songs like, yeah, I praise him in advance. I think it's by Marvin Sapp, right? And you, you praise him even before something happens. You praise him. And even when things are going wrong, even when things are going terrible, even when I'm disappointed, even when my wife doesn't listen to something that I say, even when I don't listen to what she says, even when my kids don't listen, even I don't get the job I want to get, even though COVID is still running rampant out here, but before this time, even though I didn't get to have the wedding, even though I didn't get to have the honeymoon, even though all of these things that I've quote unquote may have been disappointed by, it says in verse 18, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God, my savior. And that's, I guess, the, the one thing that I, I have to add here is yes, disappointment suck. Disappointment suck. They, they are. They just suck. Let's just be honest. Nobody hates not getting their way. But at the end of the day, we still must rejoice in the Lord. We still must rejoice in what God has done done for us. Yeah, we may not have got the job we wanted or whatever, but we're still breathing. He's still providing for us. He has still shown us who he is, right? He's first of all, we're still going to heaven when we die if you're a Christian, right? He's he's still giving us salvation. And so I just, I have to find solace and take solace and still praise him in advance because I know he has a plan for me. He has a plan for my life. He is still working and pushing uh, in my life. So all all of that to say, y'all, uh, just really quickly, man, disappointments, uh, disappointments. Uh, we have to check our expectations when it comes to him. And please just align your life with what God's will is for your life. And I know that takes pres- fasting. It takes praying. It takes uh, just understanding what God's will is and really uh, going and digging into scripture as well. And so all of all of that to say, um, man, check your check your expectations. But even in disappointment, we still have to to bless and praise the Lord for all that he has done for us. And with that, we're going to move to our be thankful segment um, this week. Ain't going to lie to you. It, it has been an interesting week. Right. Work is kind of we've been moving a lot of things and scheduling a lot of things differently. Um but I'm, I am just thankful for what God is doing. I'm thankful for giving us peace even when uh, disappointment happens. I'm thankful for the, the moments and times really where he just said no. Because I, I can imagine, I can look back on my life and say, dang, if he would have said yes, whoo, I would have been in trouble. I would have been in some deep trouble. And I'm also thankful for the Grown Life family. Uh, and if I didn't love y'all, if I wasn't thankful, y'all, I wouldn't pray for y'all. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I just thank you and praise you for who you are. I thank you for your grace, mercy, kindness, and your understanding. I thank you for what you're doing in our lives, God. I thank you for all the no's that you give us that protect us from what what it could be, from, protect us from ourselves, protect us from the devil, God. We thank you for 
telling us to wait, even though it may not be in the time that we want it, even though it may not be uh, what we think we need or we want right now. We thank you for those in that situation, God. We thank you for the yeses that you bring because they're good and they're they're of you. And so, God, we just we pray that you would just allow your will to be done in our lives, God. We know that's a difficult and hard prayer to pray at times because it, it requires us to remove our pride. It requires us to be humble. It requires us to us to be disappointed at times with what we originally thought our life or life was or may be. But God, we just continue to allow you to be you. We're praying that you would continue to do your will in our lives. Your will be done and not ours, God. We're also praying that you would provide motivation, encouragement, and empowerment for those seeking your purpose in their lives, God. All of these things, we're asking you in your name, Jesus. Amen. All right, y'all. And that has been what another episode of the Grown Life Podcast. Hey, before we get up out of here, please make sure you go to thegrownlifestyle.com. Please check out the shirts that we got up there. Uh, please buy some because, you know, the podcast ain't easy, ain't free. Um, it's free, but you know help us help us out help us out a little bit please follow us on ig at the grown lifestyle also follow me on on ig at s.k.boyer where all this content is for now but i know coming into the new year you'll see uh some changes coming for it man and uh, if y'all have any ideas questions comments if you want to get on the podcast please send us an email at uh it's it's at the grown lifestyle at gmail.com and info at the grown lifestyle.com so please do all of that Hey, I got to say it one more time before I get up out of here. Always, always, always remember that to live the grown life, you must what? Keep God first. Peace.